0: 19th episode, 19th episode of the podcast podcast with Melanie and Judy. And today we are continuing our discussion about our feel good program. And today we're going to talk about eating to feel good. So how can you eat to feel good? And we're going to talk about uh, what to eat, when to eat and how to eat. And I'm going to try not to scream the entire time. We are very passionate about this subject. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll try to restrain ourselves so that we don't, like, you know, explode through the speakers. Get too Um, intense. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, you know, our intensity is really a lot of who, it's like a huge part of uh, who we are and why we get along. (laughs) Yes. So we're intense. We are intense about food. We really care about this. We also believe that... Uh, if you make a few minor adjustments, you can start feeling good.
1: Yeah. And first of all, let's start by saying that I, and I'm and i going to speak for both of us, but I think we both love to eat. Oh, yes. We're both like um, good food aficionados and we go out to restaurants. We like to like there's a culture of food in my environment that I feel like I'm lucky to have. And I'm going to start by saying that because I was talking to a friend recently who said Oh, I wish I my boyfriend would like to go to good restaurants like, like, like I do with my boyfriend. So I know it's not something that... M- There's a lot of people who don't care. They can eat tasteless stuff. They can eat stuff that is not homemade. They don't care. And that is probably the first thing to do. If you don't care about food and you just eat whatever and it doesn't really matter to you if it tastes good or like but maybe start by with that you know start by cooking making stuff
0: that you like to eat like that's a good part of it you know yeah soon we'll be doing youtube (laughs) how-to videos on on like how to get people cooking because yeah cooking food for yourself yes it takes time um but it's part of the appreciation of food and sitting down with people to eat this food so taking time to eat the food yeah appreciating the food um, is kind of number one Yeah, here. I would have to put a little asterisk, asterisk next to uh, sitting down to
1: eat because I'm the worst one. I eat in my car. I eat in the metro. I eat walking. <laughs> I, I eat, didn't know that. Oh, my. Yeah. And people look at me crazy like, but I don't have time. I just have to go teach somewhere else. I teach one place and then I run to the other place and then I eat my lunch heat it up in the microwave, which kills all the good stuff in my oh, food. Whatever. But let's no, not talk no. about this um, because I'm still not going to take the time to, um, yeah, to prepare it without heating it up. But yeah, so sitting down might be a good thing. But making your own food is, I think, priority at some point if you want to feel good about the stuff you eat.
0: Yes, basics. Yeah, you don't have to sit down all of the time. It's more like at some point in the day yeah. sitting down yeah. and appreciating your food yeah, yeah, yeah. is a good idea. Is a good idea. Yeah.
1: Um we've been talking a lot when we were talking you and me about how we explain food to our kids. Yeah. And we feel like it's a very good way for us to explain it to you guys, not that we're comment dit the
0: or we're not making it childlike, or yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not treating you like children. It's just that it's an, it's. We are having these conversations with our kids, yeah, because kids are mostly presented um, sugar, yeah. they' and we're not talking sugar candy bars. That's no. like a big part of it. There's like uh, kids love like that like refined sugar, but there's also pasta, bread, potatoes, rice, um, yeah. lots of fruit. Yeah. um sugary things for breakfast jam yeah uh, I like flavored spank, yogurts yeah. all oh, of this yeah. stuff okay yeah it's easy stuff to give to kids everything right? that's pre-packed like yeah well everything
1: yeah. that you buy for your kids that is individually wrapped has a high amount of sugar in it yes and I hate these not because I even screamed at my boyfriend yesterday for buying' <laughs> Durs, and he's like I thought it would be fine I'm like yeah but The school gives it to them. Like, the school gives them sugary treats as a collation, as a snack in the middle of the day. So we're just increasing the amount of sugar they already are eating if we're giving it to them even more. So the way I, I was approaching this is because I talked about this before, but my oldest, Noah, is... A hockey player so he started to play hockey in a team for the first time this year and he was playing like five games last week because he had a tournament and we've been noticing that he wakes up really early in the morning so barely sleeps or sleeps really badly and then wakes up and then eats whatever he feels like eating for breakfast and then has all of these snacks and and food in his lunch all day and then he comes back from school at four o'clock or five o'clock and he's super hungry and I remember feeling like that too when I was a kid I would come back home at 3 30 and be like where's food I need to eat right now I'm gonna tear the door of the fridge like apart if you don't feed me something Mm -hmm. right away yeah so that kind of led me to introduce to him the concept of nutrients, like mm-hmm. what are good foods that give you long-term energy, mm-hmm. what are the foods that give you short-term energy, and when we were talking about the subject a couple weeks ago, I was telling you that I was miming the 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 roller coaster of sugar in your body that sometimes like you will eat something sugary or something that has a lot of carbs. And then you'll have a high of sugar like maybe 30, 45 minutes after, but you'll crash two hours later. So, if you have only carbs for breakfast, let's say you're gonna crash, you're not gonna have energy for long. And then we kept having conversations about okay, fat is good for your brain, and protein is the, the energy that keeps you going for a long time, but you need to be calm to digest the protein. So, if you're eating a lot of protein and then you're super excited, then it's just staying in your in your belly and you're not doing anything with this energy because it's not going to get it um, integrated into your your system. So this conversation worked because now he picks the right stuff by himself in the morning and the the way for him to express how he feels has come from me saying, okay, how good do you feel on a scale of one to 10? So you tell me, are you at a five? Are you at an eight? Are you at a ten? Ten would be you feel really good. You have a lot of energy. Two would be like you, you need to go to sleep or you need a nap because you don't have enough energy. And now he's been able to um, name where he's at and understand that maybe, yes, he eats sugar like a chocolate bar. He'll go to ten, but then he'll crash to two a couple of minutes after. So it's been a process for me to explain this to my kid, but I also have to educate My boyfriend. I also have to educate my parents. I also have to educate my clients. It
0: feels like it's
1: not that well understood by people. Like it's
0: well, I think like there's a real there's a real trend towards carb-heavy foods because they are easy foods. Yeah. There's like it's easy to put toast down. It's easy to like I've had other parents be like, well, why don't you just like give them cereal in the morning? And I'm. I'm thinking, like, well, no, like, you can't just... I mean, I I, I apologize vehemently to all parents who are giving their children cereal because they don't have time to cook them breakfast. I don't... My intention is not to make you feel bad. It's just that I can't... I need to make sure that my kids are getting protein and fat to balance out their carb intake in the morning so that they're not getting to daycare and feeling starving. Yeah. So the, the... Kind of the main rule of thumb here is if you want to feel good during the day, you need to eat a variety of foods that are going to kind of balance out the carb heavy tendencies that we all have. And I know carbs are easy to go to. And lots of it's like part of our culture is to eat toast for breakfast, cereal for breakfast. And sometimes people even think like, oh, have a smoothie and that's really healthy. But it's like, if you only have like fruit and milk in your smoothie, like it's not good. It's just as bad as eating toast. Like You can have, you know, a so-called, like, healthy breakfast. Like, maybe I had somebody... I was at this event, and I had a bagel with cream cheese on it. Like, as much cream cheese as I could possibly put on to, like, get (laughs) enough fat. And then, like, a ton of fruit, because that was what I could find that kind of fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best of... They were like, oh, that looks so healthy. And I was like, well, I mean, it's the healthiest choice there was, but it's actually, like, super carb-heavy. So I know I'm going to be really hungry later, and I'm going to need to eat something different. So um, I really try to, like, always offer proteins and in the fats yeah. mixed in with carbs in the morning. I'm not saying carbs are bad. It's just, like, if you're not feeling good, this could be one of the reasons why you're not Absolutely.
1: feeling good. Absolutely, yeah. And it's 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 a long-term thing. It's it, Like, it's going to make you feel good for a, a tiny bit of time, yeah. but then you're going to feel like crap later. Um, when to eat is also very important. Yeah. Like, let's talk about, like... But we've been talking about breakfast like it's this thing that makes sense. But I know there's so many people that don't eat breakfast. Like, they don't feel like eating. They're not hungry. They don't want. They don't have time. They get up too late. They're in a rush. And I know as a parent, I feed my kids. And very often, if I have not planned ahead the night before what I'm going to eat for breakfast... That doesn't mean making it, but just like this morning, I knew I would have a sandwich with bacon and egg and cheese mm-hmm. inside, and I would leave with it in my hands because I don't have time to sit down and eat it in the morning before going to school with my kids. So I fe- it happened a lot of days that I prepared the food for my kids and then forgot about myself. Yeah, um,
0: that's a really good point.
1: Yeah, it's really, really, really hard to take the time to eat in the morning if you're in a rush or if you have kids, but it's so important. If you don't do it, and no offense to all of you guys who are doing intermittent fasting, I'm not saying it doesn't work, but I it will not work for me because I would I would kill
0: yeah, well, someone at 11 in the morning.
1: Uh, Everyone's
0: different. So there's some people like who just don't feel like eating in the morning. And it's like fine, don't eat, but you better eat later. Yeah, like you can't at night. You can't just like not eat you do need to at some point get the calories into your body if you want to feel good yeah i mean and you the way you feel right now it might be like you're just so used to feeling that way that you don't even know that you would feel better if you ate a bit more yeah um and eating the right things will really make a big difference too like when you break your fast you're not having like a sandwich that's mostly bread with like a little bit of ham and vegetables you know like you need to eat like a three egg omelette, minimum with vegetables yes. and like avocado <clears throat> and maybe some toast on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was like a big meal.
1: And the there's also this thing that we have to counterbalance because in the past years let's say i i was born in the 80s late 80s but the 80s and the 90s was all like low fat low fat low yes, fat low yes, fat yes, low yes. fat low fat and i remember last year when i went to my my parent my boyfriend's parents in vancouver um they like his dad is a cardiologist and his mom is a is an ex-nurse. And they were not judging, but they were asking me why I was putting butter in the pan to make the eggs. Because yeah. they were like, oh, that's way too much fat uh, because I'm already eating eggs which have fat. Um, and they said, oh, no, we don't eat bacon. We don't eat... Yeah because they have this kind of tendency. And yes, fine, I agree with you. If you're not an active person, then maybe the amount of fat fat that you eat or the quality of the fats that you eat is also to be considered. But at some point, like you cannot tell me that a piece of chocolate is better than than the the butter I'm putting in the pan to cook my egg. Yeah. Um the enemy is not the fat. The enemy is the sugar. Yeah. Like and but it's all it's a switch of mentality that still has to be like it's been 30 years, 20 years and we still have to cope with that that way of thinking that fat is the enemy but fat is not the enemy fat is keeping you alive and intelligent and awake and um you know able to communicate with other
0: people like it's all your brain is made of fat you need fat yeah so and it's very important with concentration yeah with being able to um intake information focus yeah yeah concentration focus same thing um But if you're sitting for long periods of time and doing very intellectual work, you probably don't want to have, um, you know, like a huge chicken breast with vegetables um, and a little bit of rice, say. Like maybe you'd want to be more fat heavy for the time you're being... Cheese,
1: nuts, avocado. The intellectual
0: time that you're having because it might make you feel really sleepy. But um, I know that the company Precision Nutrition has really good, like... Uh, guidelines for quantities of things to eat and they have like a whole palm okay system that um if listeners are interested in like looking at something concrete that's actually a really good resource for getting an idea of like how much yeah to eat yeah um for the average person but you really need to go like how you feel like how do these different foods make you feel so I mean, if you... Like, how do you feel after you have toast for breakfast? Like, if you have toast for breakfast, like, fine. It's okay. But how do you feel... A couple hours later, like are you really hungry? Are you And what's
1: the next thing you're having after the toast? Like are you you craving, yeah.
0: Are you craving caffeine? Like what are you craving? So and then you can oh hey, maybe I like I should have some eggs for breakfast. And then if you do one thing, like just eat eggs for breakfast, stop eating just toast, like integrate eggs. Um, then you can integrate yogurt with fruit after that. Like it's all in these baby steps. Yeah. So it's how to set yourself up for the day. Yeah. So the when to eat is kind of what you're talking about. Um like when you eat all of these different things is, is super important. Yeah. But if you eat a balanced meal, like if you eat fats and proteins at every meal, like you will feel full for most of the day. And you're not going to be like feeling that like, Oh, I'm so hungry. Yeah. And even if you do start feeling hungry, like it's okay to be a little bit hungry sometimes. Too. Yes, yeah, and deal with it. <laughs> like, it's how just... do you feel?
1: With, how do you deal with the in- discomfort of being yeah. hungry? Is also a big yeah. thing. Um, there's one thing about proteins that, like, if I want to go a little deeper into this, it would be better not to eat carbs and protein at the same time because right. you cannot digest both at the same time. Yeah. Your nervous system has to be in either. Um, um, I can't say the words now, but you either have to be in fight or flight or into rest and digest to be able to digest properly either protein or yeah. carbs. So for protein, you have to be in a restful state. At night. Uh, eat your proteins yes, at night. With at night. Veggies. So that would be a great thing to do if you're doing, let's say, intermittent fasting. Yeah. Like eat lots of protein before going to bed yeah. and don't eat carbs after because you're just going to yeah. mess up the system. Yeah. Finish with the protein and then that's it. And then go to bed. Don't eat right before bed either because that's the thing. You don't want to mess up your sleep. That's another subject. But what In if I'm food? hungry? What if I'm hungry after I eat? What should I eat? Oh, maybe you should eat more of the good stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, I sound like no, when but, I talk to my kids. <laughs> but I have been doing that actually. I've been trying to eat more at dinnertime because I was feeling hungry later. Yeah. And then I would be like, oh, I want a snack. And yeah. so I was really trying to... Because I'm trying to... Um, um, like, I had a baby a year and a half ago, almost. And then there was, like, a period of time where it was just, like, too stressful to try to be, like, very mindful of what I was eating to, like, feel good. I was just mm. sort of, like, eating good food, the food that I wanted to eat because it was there. And then after a while, I started to be like, oh, okay, I would like to eat fewer carbs. Mm. And so I've been... Like, Greek yogurt is a great thing to eat in the evening. Um, Even if you add, like, a tiny little bit of something to it. To make it taste good. It's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So that's kind of... If you are going to have a snack later in the evening, like, eat something that's very fat and protein-heavy after your meal. Yeah. um, Like, don't eat uh, a piece of cake. However... (laughs) Okay. So let's, so we've said, we've said a variety of things. Like in the morning, you need to have um, fat and protein with your breakfast. Um, you need to like plan your snacks throughout the day. You need to have like a good lunch. Um, blah, 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 blah. Eat your proteins and your veggies at night, yep. especially. Okay. So what happens? Like, are we saying don't eat dessert? Like, good Lord, No. <laughs>
1: I, no, I mean, it, we're not. We're, we're
0: trying to set uh, the scene for feeling good. Yeah. Okay. So eating dessert every day for me, I don't feel good. Like at some point, like after about five days, it takes a little while. Like over the holidays, I'll start to be like, oh my God. Yeah. You're, I like crave it all the time. Yeah. So I'm like getting used to it and I want it, but I just like start to feel like kind of Yes. all messed up.
1: Oh, that's where I'm at right now. And I'm so happy you're naming it. So it, yeah, it, it's
0: just like, it's okay to get it's, it's okay to be in that place. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel great, whatever. But a way to get out of it is just like to start recognizing like the pattern um, when the cravings start. Yeah. Um, and then what can you eat instead? Yeah. So what I uh, so have dessert, know that if you have dessert a lot over a period of time, like, it's just going to become kind of a habit and you'll have to, like, break the habit if you start not feeling good. Like, if you're having dessert all the time and you say, I feel good, like, that's great. You're... Like, I can't really yeah. do anything about yeah, yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah. whatever. Uh, but
1: maybe you're just also being in denial. Yes, okay. Okay, so <laughs> there's th- a good question you can ask yourself, though, to recognize if it's a habit or if it's just... Oh, what is it? Um, And it's it comes from Max, my colleague at, at the gym. He says, do you need it or do you want it? Ah, yes. Do you need it or do you want it? If you want it, because you just want it, it's fine. It's not... It's not... Um, uh, dependence. It's not a. Um, it's not a um, oh, we're uh, so bad at addiction. It's not an addiction because you can decide not to have it if it's just you want it. Yeah. If you need it, if you're like, I need it, I need it, I need it. I can't take my mind off it. I'm going back to the pantry 25 times to look for something sugary. It's not a want. It's a need. Yeah. And that's an addiction, and that's something you don't have control over because you're just in a pattern of your body asking for something that you can't get yourself out of. Yeah. So if you can answer that question by, oh no, I want it, but I could go without it and I would be fine, yeah. then
0: it's fine. Well, and then when you want it, it's like you're making a choice too. It's like, yes, I'm going to have, we're having a beautiful meal. I'm going to have dessert. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I won't sleep that great. Who cares? But it was worth it because I had fun or whatever. And it's it, was, it was a conscious and, choice. Like, yeah. And you can choose other times, you know, not to have the cake because you know that that's not part of like what's going to make you feel good. Yeah. But other things that I eat, like during the day, I eat dark chocolate because... I, at some point during the day, I always want something sweet, but I tr- really try to eat like 85% mm-hmm. because I have a brand that I love. It's Alter Ego. It's super good. And that usually takes care of it. Like sometimes yeah. I'll have a spoonful of peanut butter and dark chocolate because I love peanut butter and dark chocolate mm-hmm. together, but it's not super sugary. Like it's no. really, it, it satisfies my craving and yep. it'll, it's enough actually, cause it's so high in fat. It's enough to kind of like around 10 30 11 like it'll get me to lunch like no problem yeah so then that's and something it's not
1: 10 o'clock at night yeah you're not going to bed right after yeah. you still need this little high of energy that you get from the chocolate is going to keep you going until yeah. you get to noon and then you can eat properly
0: yeah so it's like a little substitute things throughout the day like i'll have um 35 cream on frozen blueberries with like mm-hmm. a tiny bit of maple syrup that's another like really low uh glycemic snack with good fat that i love to have Mm -hmm. after lunch if i'm just like oh i just want like a little something more it's kind of like something that rounds it off um instead of having like cake or or whatever is lying around (laughs) yeah i really actually try not to have that stuff lying around because um I just end up eating it, and yeah. then I end up kind of feeling, like, buzzy in a yeah. in a weird way. Or yeah. my kids are always begging for Ben-wee. it. Ben-wee. And yeah. we actually, it was actually after a conversation with Max, like, a really, um, like, brief conversation. And he was like, well, are they eating dessert? Because they were sleeping badly. Yeah. And <clears throat> I was like, all right, that's it. Like, I've tried this before, but we just are, like, not really doing dessert. Yeah. We just don't do dessert. It's like if you'd like dessert you can have yogurt and yeah. blueberries. Yeah. What? No jam? It's like no, yeah. actually nope. you can't have jam. You can have jam earlier in the day, but yeah. you cannot have it at night. No. Nope. Um and on the weekends we make exceptions because yeah. you know you can't have a life, life without yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know.
1: We cannot um, just be controlling everything.
0: But how you talk to your kids about all this food is super important because they yeah. grow into adults like us. And we're learning, um, like, I ate very well when I was little. Like, I, I learned about eating for breakfast, but good food for breakfast. But we often had pancakes or muffins or stuff yeah. like that. There wasn't, yeah. like, the conversation wasn't like, okay, you need to have some protein. Yeah, and no, stuff. no, no. So there's lots of things that you can do throughout the day yeah. with your eating that are not complicated. Like, it really comes down to uh, eating balanced meals. Yeah. Eating snacks that are good are heavy in fat, heavy in protein they are going to carry you through if you really, like, need them. Yeah. But if you eat more at your uh, main meals, you won't need to snack so much. And if you eat more balanced at your main meals, you definitely won't need to snack so much. And if you are snacking, you know, you know, why are you snacking? Yeah. Um, Balanced, for me, you really have
1: to focus on the quantities in your plate, and it doesn't have to be really, really hard, but just make sure that you don't have 90% Of your plate being one thing that's white. So let's say (laughs) potatoes, bread. So sandwich, pasta. If you eat a bowl of pasta, even if you have meat in your sauce, it's not a majority of your meal that's veggies or protein. It's going to be a very big majority of your meal that's going to be pasta. Yeah. So Just be mindful of the portions, like the quantities. You don't have to be um, weighing your your food. You don't have to be like very precisely measuring everything, but just be aware. Like if you look at your plate, what's the most? What is present in the most in your plate? do you have m- half of your plate as veggies or one third? That's not enough. Yeah. You know? and, wi- and with
0: the kids, like I just try to give them like less rice, yeah, more veggies. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I want more rice. And it's like, okay, you need to yeah. eat your veggies first before yeah. you have more rice. Yeah. Um, so precision nutrition actually has like really good. Yeah. It like pr- it's, it spells it out. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And we will put it good. in the links. Yeah.
1: So that's one thing, but we have so many more things to go on in our feel good program and talk about. Yeah,
0: we have other, we have sleep, we have stress, we have movement, we have sunshine, Mm -hmm. and we just talked about food. So, ways to feel good, ways to eat that help you feel good. Um, I think the real main takeaway is just don't eat too much sugar. Yeah. Try uh, to reduce your sugar intake and try to replace it with some fat and protein that you enjoy eating. Yeah, yeah. Because the enjoyment is really it's a really big part of this. Like if mm. you're not enjoying what you're eating, you're still like you're feeling deprived or yeah. angry or whatever. It's 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 not gonna work. So <laughs> yeah, no. you it, don't ap- feel good. <laughs> appreciate your food, take time to eat, learn to cook, don't eat too much sugar. When you do enjoy it, um choose it. And yeah. know why you're eating it. And uh let us know if you have questions. Like we are passionate about this. We could talk about it for hours. Yeah. So I um, have already <laughs> yeah we have and we've condensed we've tried to condense we've it we've tried <laughs> I tried to be like somewhat structured about how we've uh, o- like offered it to you on this
1: uh, plate so but, please, let's go back to the first minute of the podcast today it was we are trying not to scream and we're very passionate about <laughs> it so obviously it was gonna go all over the place but just be like we're not trying to be um, like controlling and in any kind of way make you feel bad about what you're doing just you just have to realize at some point that it's gonna it, it takes some action but it's easier yeah it's simpler yeah it's not complicated just be mindful of what you're doing and it's gonna turn out fine you know do your best do your best
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> so we'll see you very
1: soon thank you for listening and um yeah have I still luck. think the
0: YouTube cooking shows is a good idea. <laughs> okay. Always got idea. Idea factory over here. Idea city. All right. Thank you, Melanie. Bye. Bye. <laughs>